The views and expressions on this podcast are nothing more than opinions and speculations. Please do your research on all topics and formulate your own beliefs. Also, this podcast does not promote hate or harm or harassment of anyone. Please enjoy the show. tuning in thanks for being part of our program i am your host jim status back (laughs) i love you guys so much shout out to all my people what's up we're back holy moly a lot we gotta cover all this Ukraine nonsense and Russia and Trump and Kanye and Nick Fuentes. We're going to cover the World Cup. A lot of craziness going on in the World Cup. Thank you guys so much, so much, so much. I love you guys. Oh my goodness, it feels good to be back. We're going to have a special guest today too. Um... Love you guys, love you guys, love you guys so much. Shout out to all my people, shout out to my Fight Club boys, shout out to my Batman niggas, shout out to my American Psycho boys, shout out to my Homelander niggas, shout out to my Driver niggas. Let's go! So we're back another week, guys. I love you guys so much. Um, On my last show, uh, I covered Russia, Ukraine, and... I forgot to mention that did you guys see Ukraine try to frame Russia? They used a um, old Soviet Union uh, missile. It's called the S-300 and they hit Poland. And they tried to frame Russia to try to get more Western involvement from NATO and more Western involvement from the United States and from the UK and uh, the UK and Canada and all these places. They're all sending all this money and weapons to Ukraine. So Ukraine, uh, what they did was they hit Poland and killed two people with a Russian missile. And it's funny that we're not seeing the media blow this up. Uh, and constantly report on it. Yes, you have outlets that they talk about um, what happened. Um, You know, they'll share an article and they'll say, hey, uh, a missile hit Poland, this and that, but they don't blow it up, okay? Um, Like how they blow up, uh, like let's just say George Floyd or something like that. Uh, They don't blow it up. They're not talking about it nonstop, nonstop. Um, the the way that they would with other things. Um, so, yeah, that's what's going on with the whole Russia-Ukraine. Uh, go check out the last episode where I covered that. And, um, yeah, I forgot to mention that. I forgot to mention that Ukraine tried to frame Russia. Um, and I, oh, I also forgot to mention Brittany Griner. Remember uh, Brittany Griner? She's like a woman's basketball player. And... Uh, 
she got arrested in Russia for having literally like a little drop, a little drippy drop of weed. Um, it's unfair. I think it's very unfair. A lot of these conservatives were celebrating. Ha, ha, ha. Look what happened to her. Ha, ha, ha. And she's obviously being used as a political prisoner because uh, the United States put sanctions on Russia. So they're using her as a political prisoner uh, to have some leverage. Uh, but uh, and they say like, oh, but she was a, a total America hater and she kneeled for the flag. This is not that. Yeah, she doesn't deserve it. I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. You know, uh, guys, you got to you got to think for yourself. You got to be your own person. You got to think for yourself. You can't just jump on any bandwagon. You just agree with whatever. Oh, what are we what are we outraged about this week? I'm jumping on that bandwagon. Oh, what are we talking about? What are we agreeing with this week? I'm jumping on that bandwagon. Don't be that type of person. Don't be the type of person that you just jump on bandwagons. No, all these tradcons, uh, these conservatives and all these people, they were all agreeing, all the people on the right, they were all agreeing with, ha, 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 look what happened to Brittany Grinder or Griner. Uh, and, I, and I don't agree with that. I, th- I think it's it's real sad what's happening to her. Um it's messed up, uh, but it's all Biden's fault uh, for putting sanctions on Russia because uh, this obsession, this obsession that they have with Ukraine joining NATO. OK, this obsession that they have, they're hell bent on putting military bases in Ukraine. Uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, NATO is obsessed with it. Uh, so it's just so they could get close to Russia. It's so they could get close to Russia so they could put hypersonic missiles um, that can reach Moscow in a matter of minutes. Um, so, you know, it's it's messed up. I don't agree with it. Um, you know, and, and because of all of this nonsense that's going on uh, with Russia, he, they cut the gas off on Europe and yada, yada, yada. A lot of companies are leaving Germany because the cost to operate in Germany is just too much. The, the the energy costs are too much in Germany. So a lot of companies are saying, we got to get out of here. We can't operate here anymore. Um, so once again, what's happening is that uh, Russia cut the gas off to Europe. So China is buying the gas from Russia and selling it to Europe for a higher price. And um, there's companies in Germany that can't afford to operate uh, with this uh, uh, being the, the the price of energy. So, um, you know, you guys thought you were going to screw Russia and Russia showed that that they're, they're not going to let themselves get bullied. You know, um, if there's anybody, if there's anybody that invades the West that I would join. OK, so if the Muslims invade, I'll fight. OK, if the Muslims invade, I'll fight. If China invades, I'll fight. Okay, I'll fight. But if Russia invades, I'll say, hey, you guys need someone to mop floors. You guys need somebody to, you know, clean the 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 clean tires. You know, uh, uh, change tires. Hey, I'm your guy. <laughs> I'd fucking join Russia. Um, Putin, he just said no more gay shit on TV. No more gay shit on TV. No more gay shit in the media. No more. Keep that shit in your house. So, uh shout out to Putin. Um you know, they're not playing. They're not playing. A lot of these places are seeing what's going on. 
uh, in more modern countries with all this liberalism. Um, and it's not good. And I'm starting to see that, yeah, I agree with freedom. I agree with, you know, live and let live. But I don't know. I think people need a set of rules to live by. They really need a set of rules because when you give people free reign to do whatever the hell they want, they literally do whatever the hell they want. You think that people are going to choose the right path because you give them freedom? No, they actually choose the wrong path. They actually choose to smoke. They actually choose to to, to, to screw around and thought and this and that and corrupt children. Um, so, like, for example, the whole thing with Balenciaga right now. Balenciaga, they did an, um, some ads where they had children in BDSM uh, type of gear, right? So BDSM, that's like a sexual fetish where you tie, uh, tie bitches up and you do stuff and you put a gag in their mouth and you hit them with the whip and you, you know what I mean? Um, so Balenciaga just did an ad where that was th- like that with children. Um, and, uh, it's blatant what they're doing. They're just straight up, uh, putting, um, all this stuff in, in your face. They're saying, Hey, you're going to accept it. You're going to accept pedophilia. You're going to accept, uh, homosexuality. You're going to accept it. And, you know, places like Russia are saying, hell no, Russia and China and the Muslims are the only ones that are really standing strong. Um, and, and us as a country, as America, we're so divided. We're not unified in any way. We're not unified under nationalism. We're not even unified under Christianity. We're not unified under anything. Uh, people are divided and they're zombie morons and they're brainwashed and they either they're nihilistic and they don't care. Um, or they only care about their little lives where they have their they have their weed and they have their video games and they have their their little social media and they have their little OnlyFans and they have their their sugary food and they have their either little boyfriend, their little girlfriend. People only care about that and, and we're not unified in any way. Um, they only care about sexual deviancy and doing drugs and being numb, right? That's what people care about. Um, so, you know, places like Russia, China, and even uh, many uh, Muslim countries, they're not with it. Um, so, yeah, that whole Balenciaga thing, that's, that, that's, that, that, that's screwed up. It's screwed up. And, um, you know, thank goodness that you have people, once again, Kanye West. Uh, Kanye West, I, I, I mentioned him because... He's very famous. Uh, but you had small accounts. Uh, I mean, Tate, Andrew Tate is famous, but he's not as famous as Kanye West. But Andrew Tate um, did a whole segment on the whole Balenciaga thing and what it means and what they're doing and how uh, in many Satanist rituals, what they do is that um, they straight up put it in your face. So if you buy it and you accept it and, you know, you know uh, uh, it's your fault, right? So what they do is they normalize things. They normalize things. And this is how we've slowly gotten to this point um, where we've gotten a, a death by a thousand cuts is that they normalize things. So they slowly normalize stuff. They slowly normalize stuff. And before you know it, um, you got conservatives like, what's this guy? Um, uh, what's this guy? He's, he says, uh, change my mind. Um, 
where he's basically like a 2005 liberal because they've normalized this stuff so much um, that things that were not as bad before, um, you know, uh, you see it as, oh, that's normal, right? That's normal because they've gotten, they've gone overboard, right? So let's just say, you know, you got women out here half naked, their titties out, their butt out. They're basically uh, 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 naked, right? So next time when you see them with, you know, some cleavage out, it's like, oh, that's normal, right? So that's what they do. They they show you the, the extreme. They go to the extreme so that when you revert back, um, uh, what you call, you know, keeping traditional values is just a lighter form of what their outlook is and what their uh, uh, ideology is. Um, so let's talk about the World Cup in Qatar, right? So the World Cup in Qatar uh, 2022, uh, I'm not really a sports guy, but, you know, shout out to Qatar, shout out to all my soccer niggas. Shout out to all my all my soccer niggas that play soccer. Um, the World Cup in Qatar, they have become very strict. They say no thoughts, no gay shit, no alcohol. You guys are going to sit there. You're going to watch soccer. You're going to dress like decent fucking human beings. And you're going to cheer. And you're going to shut the fuck up. Okay? So... Shout out to Qatar. And, you know, I respect the Muslims in the sense that they uphold their traditions. They uphold their culture. They understand what's what's going on in the West. And they don't want any of that shit there. Um, I respect that. Uh, I don't respect when they come to our countries. All right. Trying to rape everybody and trying to do stuff like that. But as far as they uphold their tradition in their countries... I 100% uh, respect that. So they have said, uh, so a lot of people have attempted to enter the stadiums and enter the sports events. They've attempted to enter the sports events wearing rainbow gear or wearing some type of uh, rainbow wristband or some type of rainbow t-shirt, some type of rainbow whatever. And um, they have not allowed it. They say, hell no, go back. Okay, change. And they're not playing. They're fining people. They're throwing people in jail because um, they're not playing. Uh, if you're a chick and you're dressed half naked, you got your booty out. I posted this one chick on Instagram today uh, where she has this horrible, horrible, uh, 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 what's it called? BBL, Brazilian butt lift. Oh, my God. It was, it's just, it's bad. It's bad. And, you know, a lot of ladies, you know, they, they get angry at me like, oh, you're you're a misogynist and you're a sexist and you're a male supremacist or whatever. And it's like, ladies, you can literally ruin your life. OK, you could get a horrible butt surgery. OK, you can sleep with every guy in town. You can acquire a whole bunch of debt. You could cut your hair. You can get gain weight. You could do whatever you want. There's always going to be a sucker there to save you. So it's OK. Why are you angry at me? There's no short supply of simps. Holy crap. I'm going to check. 
Um, and, and I think it's it's like the first week of January or the second week of January. I'm going to check what the revenue was for OnlyFans in 2022. I guarantee you it's in the billions. I guarantee you it's in the, it's in the hundred millions. Um, and, you know, you got OnlyFans, you got Cam Girls. All these girls are cashing out. OnlyFans, Cam Girls, or Escorts. All right. Uh, uh, women that are single moms, they're finding guys to take care of them. This, that, okay. You got women, they're done having fun. They'll still get a boyfriend. So don't, why are you angry at me? All right. Men are pathetic losers and it doesn't matter in what state you're in, how horrible you fucked your life up. There's going to be a guy, okay, uh, uh, who's horny enough to save you from your fucked up decisions, okay? It ain't going to be me, and it ain't going to be any of my boys. This is why I make my podcast for, of course, the ladies that love me, but for this small group of men that are that want to win in life and, and have like a clear mentality of all the screwed up things that are going on, and they get it. Um, you know, I used to advocate for men, like, you know, oh, you know, we, us men, we got to stand up. Men, I, 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 I do not stand with men, okay? Because I'm like, I'm trying to help you guys. I'm trying to show you guys the light. And, and it's, I always get like a fuck you, mostly from men. The ladies, okay, the women don't even treat me like this. The women are like, ha ha, you're so funny. Oh my God, why are you seem being so rude, Right? The, actually, the women are, I mean, women, their brains work in reverse. You tell her, bitch, your fucking breath stinks, okay? Bitch, you, you need to, all right, you need to do better. And they're like, why are you treating me like this? And now they want to sleep with you, right? Because you're treating them that way. So, but the men, I'm trying to help you guys. I'm trying to tell you guys the right way. I'm trying to show you guys the right way. And it's always like a fuck you for men. So, uh, uh, fuck men. I don't advocate for men. I advocate for this small group of geniuses that want to win in life and want to do the right thing. Okay. Um, like when I talk about divorce and I talk about all these things and I talk about the marriage statistics, I wouldn't be so adamant about this issue. It, let's just say 55%. 55% of divorces were filed by women. It'd be like, uh, I mean, this is a non-issue because you still got 45 or followed by men. It's like, uh, it's kind of even. It's not a big deal. But when you have 90% of divorces are filed by women, there's obviously an issue, right? Uh, and then, so, but when I talk about this, it's, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. She's my queen. I love her. I'm going to take care of her. I don't care if she got kids. I don't care that she's fat. I don't care if she got short hair. I don't care if she got a whole bunch of tattoos. I don't care if she got a whole bunch of debt. I don't care if she has an OnlyFans. I don't care if she's banged 10, 9, uh, 11, 12, fucking 20, 25, 35, 45 guys before me. I don't care. Screw you, gym status. You don't know what you're talking about. She's my queen and I'm going to take care of her. And you're just angry because you're alone and I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, calm down. Like, you're just angry because you're a lonely incel and you don't get no hoes like me. And I'm like, have them all. Uh, enjoy them as your heart's content. I'm going to be over here getting fit, getting money. All right. Conquering the fucking world and saving America. Have fun with all the hoes that you want to have. Right. So. Fuck men, okay? I don't advocate for men. I advocate for this small group of geniuses that want to win in life. Um, so in Qatar, 
Uh, um, they said no public displays of affection. Okay, you guys want to be kissing each other. You guys want to be hugging up on each other. Okay, two boys hugging up on each other. Two girls hugging up on each other. A boy and a girl. Nothing. Okay, no hugging. No kissing. None of that. All right, you guys are gonna sit down. You're gonna watch the fucking game, and you're gonna eat your eat your popcorn. Eat your hot. Eat a. I mean, do they have hot dogs? Cause isn't that pork? Um, eat your pizza. And eat your freaking chips and uh, and drink your, your Pepsi and no beer, no alcohol, no dots, no public display of affection, no LGBTQ flags, none of that shit. And I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> I'm like, this is what we need in America. Um, you know, I respect the Muslims because they uphold their culture. But I do think that they are way too strict. Um you know, I think that there's a, a happy medium where, yes, you're upholding uh, uh, decency and, and you're upholding virtue, uh, but people have some liberty and people have, you know, we have some, uh, you know, light degeneracy in a sense. Um, but we, we're just too overblown. We're too overblown in America. Uh, uh, people are just going nuts. They're going wild. The obesity is crazy. Um, the, the, what is it? One in four women in the United States are on fucking head meds. The debt slavery, everything. I mean, from every angle, I'm tired of mentioning this. From every angle, we are failing as a society. And they see this. The people in Qatar, they see it. And uh, and they want no- they want nothing to do with it. They want nothing to do with it. Um, look what happens to a culture when you're not following, you know, a, a set of rules. You know, uh, whether it's re- you know by God, if it's man made. You know, I don't want to get into this topic again about religion and about you know these type of things. But I stand with Jesus, and I stand with Catholicism, and I stand with Christianity, and I under and I stand with the values of, you know, uh, uh, we need a culture that isn't so degenerate. I'm sorry. Did you guys see that that uh, post that I put on um, on Instagram with Ben Shapiro dissing Jesus? Right. This is who you guys listen to. This is this is who you guys are so like. Oh, he's so great. Ben Shapiro is great. Right. And then the media. They just uh, released an article that Jesus Christ could have been transgender. I mean, the issue isn't um, that people say these things because, like, for example, I am pro jokes. I love jokes. Uh, you know, no matter the joke, uh, you know, I, I I fight for your freedom to say it. Um, I also fight for free speech. Um, and no matter how provocative the speech is, I, you know, I think that you should be allowed to say it. Um, whether people want to listen or not, that's a different story. Uh, whether people want to say, Hey, this guy's crazy. Don't listen to him. That's a different story. But I definitely fight for the ability of people to say provocative things and to say jokes and to say, and to, uh, uh, you know, share their, their 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 outlook and their mind. But the problem is that it's always against Christianity. It's always Jesus. It's always ragging on Jesus. It's always ragging on on, on Christianity. Um, never anything to say about Judaism. Never anything to say about Islam. Never even anything to say about Hinduism, Taoism, Buddhism, uh, Satanism. 
We don't even rag on Satanism as much as we rag on Christianity, right? So we rag on we rag on Christianity. We rag on Jesus. We don't even rag on on fucking Satan. Satan. We don't even rag on him the way we rag on Jesus. We don't rag on any other religious figures. Um, you know, uh, they don't ever say anything like this about Muhammad or any anybody else. It's always Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Um, and then it gets you to it gets you to wonder. It gets you to think on um, on the things that Kanye West was saying, where um, you know you got people that own the media and they push a specific message, and it's always anti Jesus. It's never any anti anything else. You know what I mean? And, and you know, touching on this topic real quick. Um, with Ben Shapiro and and this this article um, by this UK uh, uh, college professor that said Jesus is transgender, and then Ben Shapiro saying that um, Jesus, uh, you know, he has his hands up so that you could put nails in them or something like that. Um, the issue isn't that there are certain people that own media. That's not the issue. Okay, people can own media. That someone has to own it, right? That's not the issue. The issue is that they own media in a country that has certain values and they rag on those values in the media. So that would be like, once again, like the example I made two episodes ago where I said, imagine that there were people in positions of power in the Dominican Republic and they were all Jamaican. All right. Um, now, Imagine that these people in positions of power in media in the Dominican Republic, they're Jamaican and they're also ragging on Dominicans and they're ragging on Christianity. So that's the problem. The problem is not that people own things. The problem is that people own things and they also rag on the people that uh, that are hosting um, the, the hosting population of the things that they own. Right. So imagine like I own some, I don't know, Japanese news network. Right. So let's just say I live in Japan and I'm like this uber rich guy and I own the Japanese news network. Right. And in Japan, I'm constantly ragging on Japanese people and Japanese culture and the things they believe. And so that's the problem. OK, the problem isn't that they own things. The problem is that they own things. And they also rag on the on the uh, uh, on the, on the hosting population, right? So that's that's the problem. Um, but yeah, so that that's uh, that's what was going on in Qatar. So yo, shout out to all my World Cup people. Shout out to all my people enjoying the World Cup. Um, oh, and there was this, these guys. They did this prank where they went into the the stadium. Uh, dressed in crusade outfits and you guys i posted on instagram you guys chewed me up alive you know uh, oh well fuck them they still they come into our countries and disrespect us this and that and i'm like yeah but our mission is not this our mission is to stay in the west and block them from coming in and block them from changing our culture and block them from from disrespecting uh, uh, our way of life. That's our job. Our job isn't to go to their countries and do little stupid, silly pranks. OK, so I found it silly. I found it dumb. Uh, I didn't like it. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't agree to go to their culture and disrespect them and disrespect their way of life and disrespect, you know, their rules. Um, which are, yeah, they're pretty harsh and pretty strict. But, you know, uh, um, 
It's gotta. It's I, I, it's not good. It's not good uh, doing these silly pranks. Okay, no. How about you you stay here in the West and fight here in the West? I mean, but the West is done. We got too many people in positions of power and too many people in government that they just want to welcome every motherfucking body from the whole world. And that is going to be the end of us. That's going to be the end of us because the problem is not immigrants. The problem is that we are getting this nonstop wave of immigrants. And when we get some immigrants, we don't even let them assimilate. We don't even let them assimilate uh, before we're taking up a whole new group of immigrants, right? So it's not good. Um, next thing I want to cover is uh, this dinner that President Trump had with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes, right? So you know who President Trump is. You know who Trump is. You know who Kanye West is, okay? Uh, now, Nick Fuentes is a um, a political live streamer and podcaster. And he's been on the scene for a long time. He's, he's been on the scene for about six years. Uh, I've been following him for a while. But the thing with him is that he starts on a platform and then he gets banned. And then you got to like re-find him somewhere. And then by the time you, you find him, you watch him for a few months and then he gets banned. Uh, until he finally created his own website, which is Cozy.tv. So go check out Cozy.tv. So Nick Fuentes um, has a dinner with uh, President Trump and everyone is chewing Trump alive for having dinner with Nick Fuentes. Now, if you Google search Nick Fuentes, they're going to tell you that he is a Holocaust denier and a white supremacist and he's a misogynist and he's a sexist and he's all of these things, right? Now, um... Nick Fuentes is, uh, he was born in America, but he's half Mexican and half Italian, right? So, um, you know, just like myself, you know, people, you're a white supremacist, this, that. I'm like, I'm Dominican, all right? I'm Dominican and I grew up in the hood. Like, what are you talking about? I'm a freaking white supremacist. So um, they throw these words around, you're a white supremacist, you're a white supremacist. And guys, this whole hate for white people, it has to stop. You got to stop hating white people. All right. White people are your friend. Where would you rather be a minority? Where would you rather be a minority than not in a white country? Would you rather be a minority in a Muslim country? All right. Where you, you're going to be forced to pray every day. Like you're going to be forced to convert to Islam. All right. Would you rather be a, um, a minority there? Or, um, yeah, and they'll chop your hand off, okay, if you do anything bad. Uh, and the women, you guys, you all got to cover up and all this stuff. Got to wear a burqa and a hijab and all this stuff. Would you rather be a minority there? Okay. Would you rather be a minority in China where they treat their own citizens like pure crap? All right. They'll put you in camps and all stuff, that type of stuff. Would you rather be a minority in India? Right, that, that that's where you'd rather be a minority, or would you rather go where you're a majority? Some African country, would you rather go there where you're a majority? Right, like for example, where I am a majority, um, which is the Dominican Republic, people there they just want to smoke hookah, they want to hang out, they want to twerk, they want to bang chicks, all right, they want to drink beer, they want to play dominoes, all right, that's what people want to do there, all right, which is fun. But it's not prosperous. So, you know, 
Where would you rather be a minority than not under whites? Where would you rather be a minority? You don't want to be a minority in China. You don't want to be a minority in India. You don't want to be a minority in, in some Muslim country. You don't want to go where you're a majority, which would be if you're black someplace in Africa and if you're Hispanic, you know, someplace in Latin America. So you don't want to be a you don't want to go where you're a majority. You don't want to be a minority under anyone else. So who are not better than to be a minority in a, a, a white country where people are majority white? White people are nice. They keep everything clean. They don't bother you. Oh, the racist white people. This is not. Look, when I advocate for white people, I'm not talking about skinheads. I'm not talking about some trailer trash. Okay. Bottom of the barrel. Okay. Low IQ freaking whites. I'm talking about Tim the Toolman Taylor types. I'm talking about Danny Tanner. I'm talking about. Randy Orton, John Cena, okay, these type of whites, all right, Drake from Drake and Josh, okay, and Drake's dad, um, you know, not Josh, because Josh is, you know, he's he's not white, he's the people that Kanye West says, um, so I'm talking about uh, uh, iCarly and all these people, I'm talking about Phil from the future, okay, I'm talking about Zoe 101 type of white people, I'm not talking about skinheads, or trailer trash, or, or or these type of people, all right? I'm talking about uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin type of white people. I'm talking about, uh, 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 you know, these type of whites, not racist skinheads or, or, or these trailer trash people. And by the way, uh, these trailer trash people, uh, I'm pretty sure you make way more money than them. Why do you care about them so much? Why are you so obsessed with them, right? So once again, if we go by... Where you're a majority, you don't want to go there. And if we go by where other places where you could be a minority under different um, ethnic groups and races, uh, you don't want to go there either. So what's this whole hate for white people and this whole white supremacy and stuff like that? So I think white supremacy is a whole bunch of crap. So um, President Trump is being ragged. For having a dinner with uh, Nick Fuentes, right? He's saying, oh, how could he have a dinner with a white supremacist anti-Semite, right? Um, first of all, I don't know what white supremacy is. I really don't, okay? Um, is it that white people want to remain a majority? Because globally, they're not even a majority, all right? Is it that white people, what, they think they're better than everyone? That's not true, Okay. Is that white people have power? They don't. Okay. You know who has power. All right. You know who runs everything. Um, so what 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 what's the big deal? What's this what's this big deal? This big hate for white people. Okay, you gotta stop the white hate, guys. You really gotta stop the white hates. White people are your friend. Um, and if they're not your friend, they leave you alone. They don't bother you. They just go about their day. Right? So you know, stop, stop hating white people. So white supremacy, what is that? And then the whole thing that he's a Holocaust denier, um, he's not a Holocaust denier. What he has said is that he believes that the death count is a little bit over-exaggerated. Okay, that's what he said. He says he thinks the death count is a little bit exaggerated. He also thinks that uh, many of the punishments 
that were supposedly done to them are exaggerated or are made up. He he's not denying that it happened or that us uh, horrible things happened or that they you know that they they killed many of of of, the, of these people. Um, that's not what he's saying. He's saying that he thinks that the death count is a little bit overblown, and he also thinks that the punishments. Um, uh, they're 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 made. Uh, some of the punishments that they say are are made up, right? That's what he said. So they're calling him a Holocaust denier. He's not a Holocaust denier. Um, a white supremacist. What the what is what is a white supremacist? I don't know what that is. And then they're calling him a racist, sexist, uh, misogynist. Okay, these words get thrown around so much. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what because you can you can literally say. Uh, men are stronger than women. And that is misogyny. That is sexism. That I mean, so the media is uh, obviously targeting Trump and they, um, they, they're, they're, they're trying to make him look bad. They're trying to make him look bad as uh, he hangs out with horrible, evil people when Nick Fuentes is a good guy and he loves America. He loves America and he's, he's doing the right thing. Um, and he loves Jesus Christ, unlike Ben Shapiro, who makes fun of Jesus Christ. Um, you know, and and then, but but then the Daily Wire has all this money and you know millions and millions of dollars for the Daily Wire every day, every year. Um, and you got all these people shucking and jiving for the Daily Wire. You know. Meanwhile, the Daily Wire is loyal to somewhere else. They're not loyal to America. Um, so, you know, this whole, you know, trying to vilify Nick Fuentes, trying to make him look bad. It's not real, guys. Don't fall for it. Uh, Nick Fuentes is a good guy. Um, all the Twitter has literally blown up with Nick Fuentes, Nick Fuentes, who is, uh, Italian and Mexican. All right. And he was born in America and he advocates for white people because he sees all the white hate coming from the media. He sees all the white hate that uh that minorities have for whites when whites you know they 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 they're not trying to oppress you and put you in chains and all this stuff. And if you guys knew, you know, a lot of the facts about white people, yeah, all right, you you like for example, at the peak 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 of slavery it was about 1.6% of whites owned slaves, right? And then you're so even uh, uh, in the beginning of this this country, way back in you know 1776 and way back when, all right, at the peak 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 of slavery, 1.6% of whites owned slaves, all right. And then you got people uh, today. Um, it's about like two or three percent of whites today uh, are tied to um, to uh, uh, you know, racist uh, white Southerners. The majority of whites, they came in the 1900s um, through Ellis Island. All right. So stop vilifying whites. Um, so President Trump has this dinner uh, with uh, Nick Fuentes and Kanye West, and they're already vilifying him. They're already vilifying, saying that he just had dinner with an anti-Semite. Um, and then you had Elon Musk. Oh, my God, Elon Musk. He's just... He just endorsed uh, Ron DeSantis. He says if if, he, if Ron DeSantis runs in 2024, he's going to vote for Ron DeSantis. And I'm like, we're here. We are again with this Ron DeSantis stuff. Um, once again, I think that Ron DeSantis is doing a lot of positive things, but 
he's not going to be fighting for the culture. He's not going to be fighting for the country. I think he's going to be like a business president. I think he's going to be like a money president. He's going to be a low taxes, low inflation, low gas prices. Uh, 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 I think he's going to be this type of president. I don't think that he's going to be um, a type of president that that really wants to tackle the hard issues that's going on in this country. Um, so, yeah, Elon Musk, what the hell, man? You know, you're, you're freaking endorsed Ron DeSantis. And the reason why Elon Musk endorsed Ron DeSantis is because Ron DeSantis is like clean cut. He has no baggage. He has like nothing crazy under his belt. But then mean, meanwhile, President Trump has like, oh, he's a racist, this, that, January 6th. Oh, Charlottesville. Or or uh, what else? Uh, uh, um, You know, oh, he just had dinner with an anti-Semite. But meanwhile, uh, Obama had dinner with Lu- uh, Louis Farrakhan, who's a rabid anti-Semite. I mean, he's, he, he's uh, literally an anti-Semite, like by the real definition, right? Um, like this guy, he's, 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 he's hardcore. Um, but they don't rag on Obama for having dinner with, uh, with Louis Farrakhan, right? Isn't that strange, right? So um, they're ragging on President Trump. You know, and and they're just trying to make him look as bad as possible before 2024, so that he literally has no chance. And you guys have to think. You guys have to think. Why are they so obsessed with Trump still till this day? They're just obsessed with him. They're obsessed with vilifying him. They're obsessed with making him look bad. It's obviously because if Trump gets back in two, in 2024, he's going to come back with a vengeance. He's going to come back with a vengeance. And um, I support Trump. I support Trump. Um, Kanye West is also running for president, which is good, I guess. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't. You know, I'm on Team Trump. Uh, Kanye West is running for president. I, I support Kanye. Uh, he recently he recently came out and said that all celebrities are puppets, which is great. Uh, I love that Kanye's, you know, he's 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 really tackling the hard issues and he's 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 speaking his mind. But running for president, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure if I support Kanye for president. I definitely support Kanye um, for for like, I don't know if what if he had like a huge podcast or something or if he was like. I don't know, but political office, I'm not I'm not ready for Kanye West for political office. Um maybe in 2028, but 2024, nah. It's all Trump, baby. It's all Trump all day. We're going for Trump, okay? We're supporting Trump. We're standing behind Trump. Um and DeSantis again. Who would I pick over Kanye or DeSantis? I think I'd pick Kanye West. But um uh, 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 2024, it's Trump, baby. It's Trump. So, guys, we got a special guest, a very good friend of mine, old school Matt. We've corresponded online for a long time. Yo, Matt. What's going on, guys? Um, glad to be a part of the show. What's going on with you, Jim? Thanks uh, for having me. Chilling, chilling, bro. Um, you want to tell the folks, like, what your podcast is about, what your brand and things like that is about? Yeah, uh, so I'm a... I would say I'm a jack of all trades. I do a lot of different things. I have a professional career in finance. I do some financial analysis for a lot of different businesses. I work pretty much for myself. 
Um, I have a nine to five career, I would say, and I also have a business in the supplement industry. I own a supplement company called Water Buffalo TM. We happen to have a podcast on there where we talk all types of things, uh, but mainly it's focused on fitness and uh, well-being and being a better individual. Uh, Jim and I used to do a group called the Red Pill Latinos, uh, where we do a bunch of lives, and that's kind of where my Red Pill side comes out. Um, and that's a little bit about me. My podcast is not super um, Red Pill, the Red Pill speak per se, but Jim knows and the people listening to this know that uh, that know me know that a lot of my ideology falls in line with that community, but there is some differences as well. And that's kind of what we are hoping to talk about today on, on the podcast. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. Yeah. Um, so the thing, the thing with red pill content, dude, is that, um, you know, that's why I, I very much like your style. Your style is like, you know, you sort of invite people on and you, you let them like share their, their thoughts and share their opinions. Um, you know, I, I very much see your style of podcast like a Joe Rogan type of thing where you're just like neutral and the other person is is like ha- is like sharing their their side, their outlook. Um, would you say it's kind of like that? Yeah, I would say it's like that. I mean, in terms of like ideology and, and my beliefs, I'm not afraid to kind of speak my mind per se. Obviously, we know in today's society you have to have some sort of political correctness when you speak and you kind of have to be careful with what you say online. But I think that a lot of my viewpoints and a lot of the things that I try to portray across my content is pretty logical. Um, I don't say anything that's super polarizing or, or super crazy, not because I don't want to, it's more because I just, I'm not really like that. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I would say that I kind of have a, a, a variety of different guests come on my podcast and it doesn't really get too political a lot of the times. A lot of times we just have conversations about, uh, for example, the last podcast we did was on running and how we, uh, me and a training partner of mine, incorporated long distance running this year on our uh, training schedules. But, you know, uh, occasionally the red pill side of me comes out when we get down in discussions. And um, when I say red pill, I mean more of the traditional type of thing. Uh, there are some of the things in the red pill community that I don't really align myself with. Uh, but for the most part, you know, I've had people on my podcast that um, I don't agree with a lot of the things they do. I had one of my friends on and he, he manages OnlyFans uh, girls. And as we'll probably get to on this podcast, uh, I'm, I'm not very with the porn industry or the OnlyFans industry. But we had a great conversation and, you know, I didn't scream at him or we didn't have a back and forth. It was more of a very interesting and a very discoveratory type of podcast. So like you said, I don't want to say I'm like Joe Rogan, nowhere near his size, but, um, and I also don't, I think Joe Rogan has, he kind of flip flops on a lot of things. I don't really flip flop on a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. What I meant, what I meant sort of, what I meant sort of was that you'll invite anyone on your show and like, um, it doesn't matter their, their politics. You're, and then you're like the host and you sort of stay neutral, but I, I know what you mean. It was just, it was just like, um, where the host stays kind of neutral. That's where, um, that's where the comparison was. Um, 100%. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, the thing with like, for example, my, uh, content, um, I've always aligned myself, uh, with MGTOW. Um, but I know, and I understand that what, that, that what's best for the country, what's best for I, people, what's best for culture, what's best for children is traditional uh the man is a man the woman is a woman you get married you have children the children play you know the children stay 
uh, involved in children activities, nothing, uh, uh, you know, X-rated uh, of any way, whether it's homosexual X-rated or it's heterosexual X-rated. I think children should focus on Batman and Hello Kitty and things like this. Um, so, yeah, I've always aligned myself with MGTOW. Um, I don't agree with anything like, um, yo, you got to be a player, bro. You got to, like, uh, with with the stock culture that's going on, you know, there's a lot of guys where they they gear their content towards capitalizing on thought culture. Like, hey, they want to be thoughts out here? Hey, let's, let's run through them. Let's have fun. And that's never been my thing. Um, I've never, ever preached on, you know, be a player, be a pimp or, you know, or something like that. Um, I've always uh, like, for example, I have these characters um, of, of these memes that I do. And it's always like Batman, American Psycho, uh, Driver. And uh, people say, like, what's my fascination with these characters? And the thing with these characters is that they are loners, but they're also attractive. So um, I, I align myself mostly with that type of archetype of character. Um, in my last show, I spoke about guys that are loners, but they're unattractive. On my last show, I spoke about incels. There's this new documentary. Um, it, it was more like a hit piece. Uh, by this UK uh, publication called Channel 4. And they were just ragging on incels, ragging on incels. And, it, you know, that's never been my thing um, to, to to rag on this, on this, you know, this Peter Parker type of guy. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you don't get any points for that. Do you think that there's certain male advice uh, or male content or, you know, as corny as it sounds alpha male uh, uh, p- content um, where for some men, it's just ineffective. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with you to, to, uh, to a big extent in terms of the, the belief systems and, and what I try to preach online. I was never really big on capitalizing on thought culture. Um, not because I don't think that it, it, it's fun or it was a good time when I when I had the opportunity to capitalize on thought culture, uh, but it's more about just not giving into the whole game, the dynamic between you know us chasing women, women you know being their certain way, and and I just never really got into any of that. And and some of the people we've done lives with, they they might disagree with us. They might say you got to bag you know five chicks a month at least, and you got to keep a rotation on. I've just been more focused on growing my business and growing my personal brand that, you know, it takes a lot out of you to go chase women all day long. But uh, when it comes to the incels and and those type of individuals, too, uh, I think that in the light of the left media or the media that we just call the media, because they don't call themselves the left media, but most media out there is pretty left and a lot of the the light that they portray the red pill community and as they portray a lot of the um the the MGTOW guys but not the MGTOW guys such as yourself or such as maybe even myself uh it's more the MGTOW guys that are like you know playing video games and that hate women I mean that's something me and you've talked about before online and offline like we were never the guys who we never want to to promote the red pill guys who are you know, 300 pounds and, and they play video, nothing wrong with video games, but just using a, a stereotype for, to give people context. That's what people portray in the media as red pills. Like these guys that are overweight and they can never get women. So they hate women. And that's not something that I've ever, ever preached. And I think those guys are equally as harmful towards society as the thoughts and the thought culture is. And 
something that you put on your page was the uh, Western woman versus Western men part. I don't know how many parts you've done, but though it's just like the, the, the crazy dynamic of the left and right of men and women. It's like, so they, they use the, these crazies uh, for, to portray red pill men. But in reality, most red pill men just don't want to deal with the BS that goes on in the dating culture nowadays. Yeah, so the thing with the dating culture is that um, what I highlighted in my last episode was that, um, you know, back in the day, you know, I know how corny that sounds. Oh, back in the day, back in the day. But back in the day, it was more like your father approved of your mate. Your father approved of who you're going to date. And it was more like religious standards. It was uh, uh, people were were more following, uh, you know, whatever religion uh, uh, that they're in, but they were more following religious standards. Um, Today, we have where women choose their own partner. They choose their own partner. So uh, what's happening, um, and it's obviously, uh, uh, there are certain individual cases and things like that, but what's happening um, on a grand scale is that when they're young and they're hot, they're going for the sexy guys. Okay, uh, athletic abs. Okay, he has a motorcycle. He's he's has the jawline. He has the the muscles. This and that. And then after like twenty eight around there, then they're going for someone who's financially stable. Um, you know, and the guy doesn't even the guy could be okay. Uh, but it, what's ideal that they're looking for is a guy who's both. Um. So what they're doing is uh, they're basically just having fun, fun, fun with sexy guys and bad boys and things like that. Um, and, um, you know, a lot of these guys that I that I call incels or, you know, low value guys, whatever, um, they're being left behind. They're being left behind. So you'll have a girl. She's a three or a four. Instead of staying on her same level and getting a, another guy who's a three or a four um, or even a guy who's a five, they all want eight, nine or ten guys. Guys that, you know, on the scale that that rank eight, nine or ten. Yeah, it's, it creates that uh, we say that 20 percent of men get 80 percent of women and 20 percent of women get uh, or. Uh, yeah. What is 80 percent of uh, women go for the top 20 percent of men and it's creating a dynamic to where people feel that since they've been with somebody who is above their standards at one point that they're entitled to that person. So girls don't want to date guys and average guys like you were saying, don't have a chance in the dating market because they just, these girls that are average themselves. And and that's why, that's why I defend these guys. And I don't believe in ragging on these guys, like these alpha male content creators. They're constantly ragging on a guy who's, let's just say he's, uh, doesn't have the height or the, the genetics, um, uh, for muscles or the facial structure, um, or let's say the guy's balding or something that something like that. They rag on these guys like, Oh, you're a dork. This guy, you're playing video games. You're, but the thing is that these guys are the guys that uphold society. You know what I mean? They uphold, uh, uh the infrastructure. You know, women think that things are just magically built. Um, the electric grids, just they're just magically maintained. Uh, all the buildings, they just magically built. The plumbing system is just, it just works magically. Your car, um, you know, it's built, everything's just magical. Um, so what's happening is that uh, guys that are uh, average or below average, they're just literally invisible. 
They're literally invisible, and I don't agree in ragging on these guys. Because, you know, they always say, oh, you're playing video games in your mom's basement. No, 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 no. It's not just that. It's guys that are working in construction, guys that are working in the dirtiest, nastiest jobs, guys that are garbage men, all right? You're going to rag on these guys, and they're the guys that uphold everything, okay? Uh, guys that uh, work in uh, trucking uh, uh, yards and, and, and fixing cars, and they're, they're all greasy. And, you know, I, I really do not believe in ragging on, 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 you know, this sector of men. Do you think no, that— do you think there's any there's any like advice we could sort of give these guys? Because I think that there's some. I personally think, um, yes, don't rot away. Yes, find solutions. But I think that there's some advice, some alpha male type of advice, um, that 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 is ineffective for for a lot of these men. Yeah, let me tell you what I think it is, and kind of theorizing uh, why they they rag on these guys. It's like. I think that a lot of these guys, while they're down on, on their dumps and they're kind of, you know, and like you said, they're, they're important parts of society. People don't realize that we need people to collect trash. We need people to redo the power lines when it's stormy outside. We need people to, to work at the grocery store to restock, you know, the shelves and all this stuff. I think what happens is a couple of things that happen, but I'll say the first thing is that I think that a lot of these content creators online create this persona of like this hard ass like you know i am the best guy and you have to be like me and it makes these lesser males feel like they're almost worshiping a god in a way and they feel like they have to you know they they look up to they kind of almost like that like uh negative talk towards these i don't know if you get what i'm trying to say but they almost like watching you know they hear it on on let's just say i don't know what creators you're talking about specifically but I know they're, they're, they they exist in the manosphere. Um, they like hearing that. Oh, I'm a loser because I play video games, and it's almost like a perpetuating thing that they're they're following these guys, and they they almost get brainwashed into thinking like, oh man, like I am a loser. Like you know, how do I do this? And then they go and buy a course, or they go and join a Discord for twenty five, thirty dollars a month. But in reality, they that's not how we help these people. A lot of these people. And, and it's sad because it, I don't know the answers to the questions uh, that we need to be asking. It's like, how do we help men that are kind of down on their dumps kind of level up? Because obviously, as much as we need these well, people in society to, to do these things, there has to be a point where they level up, too. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword in a way, you know? But I don't agree, like, kind of talking down on them and saying, you're a loser for playing video games or you're a loser for living in your mom's basement or you're a loser for doing this or that. Yeah, or you're a loser because your job, you know, whatever job you have, you have some, let's say, $50,000 a year job. This is, oh, you're a dork, you're a loser. Um, This is why I remember in the past, you and I had a disagreement. Um, And I love disagreements. I always welcome disagreements um, where you were hardcore against porn. And I said, dude, I am kind of in a way, but I and I said, dude, you know, like, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn. I I, I really don't like being a pretentious douchebag. But, you know, I I'm what's considered an attractive guy. Right. So, um, you know, all th- since I was 15 years old, it, I've never had a problem hooking up, never had a problem getting a girlfriend, never had a problem like getting a date, never had, I never had a problem with these things, right? But there are guys that they've literally never kissed a girl. They've literally never like gone on a date. Women just 
totally brush them off, ignore them, or brutally reject them. And I said, and 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 I love disagreements, dude. And I and I love that that you stand on your ground and you have your own thing because uh, it's not good to be like a yes man type of guy. Um, but I told you, I said. There are guys, dude, that you you don't know what they're going through, bro. They've never even, like, hugged a girl, kissed a girl. And I think that, you know, they use porn as an outlet to, to you know, to, for entertainment and pleasure and things like that. And, and I say, you know, yes, don't indulge in it, but but let them – I'm like, dude, let, let them have their porn, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know about uh... – the, the total psychology and the science behind how the brain gets ad- addicted to things like that. I do know like on a high level, just logically speaking, I think that a lot of people get into ruts and they start to fall. And that's, that's the main reason why I am against, you know, like pornography and only fans. It's not because like one time or, you know, a couple times of the month or whatever, like you, you know, you feel like, damn, man, I haven't had a girl in six months. I need to, you know, let one go. Like, that's not the problem. The problem is that uh, it's a gateway into the things like cams, uh, cam model girls where they like you kind of like with OnlyFans is where the guys are 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 giving money to the girl while they're doing lives, whether that be like on Twitch streams or on, you know, whatever porn cameras, uh, websites. And then they start to give their earnings towards these girls. I think that there's a dependency almost to a lot of these guys and the turnover might not be super high. It might not be that every guy that's kind of an incel type of dude that watches adult content falls into this trap, but kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, when I was having a conversation with my friend who manages girls only fans, um, and he's not even a big player in the game. He only manages, I think a couple dozen girls or whatever, but he was talking to me on the podcast and he's like, a lot of these guys that, you know, are on this because what, the, the people don't know is that um, it's not the girls messaging these guys on OnlyFans. It's their management most of the time or their boyfriends. So what happens is that he, fought, he he's seeing real time and he's like, these guys will message these girls and say, like, this is my last 50 bucks. You know, I can't wait to get paid this Friday to take care of you. Fucking hey. Oh, my God. That yeah, is it's pathetic. It's, really, it's crazy. But you, you get what I'm saying, though, right? Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing it once. Uh, a couple of weeks or once at all. I mean, personally, I would prefer that anyone in my circle uh, that I'm kind of guiding, let's say, and trying to help kind of stay away from it altogether because I found that if you can kind of omit the bad things in your life, just kind of get out of it. And it, it, it over time, it just, the urges go away. But people that I don't know, strangers, if they can control it, then I don't see there to be that big of an issue. The opportunity cost of doing that compared to what, like what they're gaining doing it very little or, or sporadically um, is a lot higher. I agree with you in terms of like them getting some sort of dopamine release or feeling something because they're not getting anything. But the problem is, is that eventually they hit a point to where they start to there's diminishing returns and that comes really quick. And those diminishing returns can plummet really low to the point to where like now they're paying money to watch content online that used to be free and they used to do it once a day. But now they're doing it two or three times a day. And they're doing it for hours at a time. And yeah, they kind yeah. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I like my whole thing uh, was um, because th- this is I-, I understand them. So what happens is you have a guy. He's a three, right? Uh, 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 from a scale of one to ten, he, the guy's a three. Uh, whether once again facial structure, height, uh, muscle mass, 
Um, you know, whatever it can be, his eyes are too big, his nose is too big, whatever it is, I, whatever it is that makes this guy a three. Um, what what happens with these guys is, yeah, the guy's a three, and let's just say he kills himself with self improvement, gym, this, that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna boss up. I'm gonna do. The guy has genetic caps, so he's gonna go from a three to maybe a five. You know what I mean? And then the the eight, nine, ten guys, the seven, eight, nine, ten guys are still ahead of him. So I'm like, what? so I'm like, so I'm, I'm like, I understand these guys. So my whole thing was, number one, there are other outlets in life to find fulfillment than just women. However, I understand that you have biological urges to to feel loved and feel hugged and you know and kiss and all that stuff, right? Um, and and I say, dude. Get your money up, focus, and do some traveling. And if you got to pay for it, dude, just pay for it, man. Like, like, just straight up pay for it. Say, hey, you know, how much uh, to go on a date with me and, you know, and we mingle afterwards. Uh, the chick wants 500 bucks. Uh, just give it to her. Like, Here, I'll, I'll, I'll offer a little bit of a, of a kind of agreeing with you on this terms and something that I thought about, um, not for myself, but I, I just a heads up, everyone out there, I've been in a relationship for like two years now. It's been two years and some time, some change, but um, just saying in terms of if it were to be me out there and I were to be in that situation, because I think that helps us solve the problem a little bit better is if you try to think how these guys think. If you think about it, though, if a guy goes out and gets a prostitute or whatever, I don't know, in certain areas that might be legal across the world because I know you have global viewers. Sometimes it might honestly be cheaper than to take out a girl because if you take out a girl, you might have to wait two or three dates at you know $150 a dinner and then your time versus you go to a prostitute $200 and you do it one time. It's like, well, that was cheaper because I spent two hours getting this whole ordeal done versus I spent three days of my time, six hours of my life, and let's say triple the price. And I had to you know hear the story about her family, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, and the copy, the copy, the copy machine broke at work, and my boss, and he yelled at Stacy, but Stacy's a bitch. But this is and that. Versus like, uh, <laughs> like whatever, um, Silver Fox or whatever on whatever area you're in. I don't know what they, these girls are called, but you go and pay her 200 bucks, and there you go. You get your your hour of fun, and and then you're good for the next couple weeks. So yeah, in certain cases, I mean, if it's legal in your area, in certain cases, like it's probably the better thing to do. And I agree with you in that area to where like, yeah, you know what? These guys do need certain things and they do need to just, you know, yeah, that, it out. that like, for example, yes, I understand what game is. Game is, you know, uh, uh, be smooth, be charming. Um, one liners, uh, understand one liners, uh, un- uh, learn how to crack a joke, learn, uh, you know, body language and learn, you know, these type of things. But game, to me, it's it's good, but in in a way, when when you're attractive and the girl likes you, you literally don't need game. Yeah, I've said true. I've said in the past, um, you know, uh, women that that have been like uh, geeking over me, I've literally said, uh, you know, oh yeah, I gotta run some errands today. I think I might uh, get an oil change, and she's like, he he, you're getting an oil change, oh, uh, uh, and then she's. She's like, like that was funny. Like, like she, she just found that funny. But, but it's because, because she, she really likes me. And she finds me attractive. Um, so here's, well, let me let so, me get on a point really quick. If you're gonna change the topic, or you're gonna stay on this topic. 
No, 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 no. We're just we're just shooting a shit, bro. Say, uh, gotcha. yeah. let, let me let me hit on something really quick because you mentioned something and it kind of triggered something in my brain that I wanted to to kind of put out there that I thought about earlier was um, in terms of like these guys who who clearly you know maybe let's say they're five foot five, five foot six. They don't have the best body genetics, and let's just say they have trouble with chicks, right? The one thing that I would say, and I don't want to sound like a broken record to people who listen to my content, is that if you have a high-paying job or you have a job with notoriety or you know somewhat sort of like uh, like people look at you like, wow, this guy's pretty good. First off, I think that adds a little bit of value to the individual. So if you're ugly or you're not in shape, but you make decent money, you're going to open up a little bit of that pool of women. You know what I mean? In my opinion, I've seen it happen. Now, if you use that and you leverage it into where like, okay, I have these, this set of women because I make X amount of dollars and, you know, I might not be able to say I'm six foot one, but you know, I have a nice car. I have my house, you know, uh, I have a lot of my house paid off. I live in a good area, blah, blah, blah. You'll still be able to get women. And the one thing I want to say is that I believe, I know me and you both believe in a God, but I believe that God gives talents in different aspects of life. Some guy might have all the talents, but some my guy might be the Chad stud looking guy, but he has trouble, you know, with his, with school or he has trouble, you know, getting a good professional career. There might be that guy out there who's a nerdy type of guy and he's into computers and, and blah, 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 and uh, video games, but he knows how to write code, for example. And that's something that I try to tell people out there that have trouble is like, Dude, if you're good with computers nowadays and you learn a little bit about the business environment and you're, you know, graduating from college, for example, you're you're ahead of, of a lot of people that aren't and and that money can fill some of that ugly gap, if that makes sense. And then you go and you go and get a trainer and you go and get in decent shape. And you might not be able to get the girls like, for example, the beautiful gym status would be able to get, but <laughs> you still can get girls. And at the end of the day, What's downstairs is what's downstairs. It all feels somewhat similar, unless you're going to be with a porn you know, <laughs> star or something. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. like, a lot of guys, maybe they fantasize about getting the hot girl, but in reality, like the hot girl versus the you know okay or maybe even ugly girl, it is what it is. And if you you kind of have to accept your cards sometimes, and that's why a lot of the guys yeah, but that but that's the thing. That's the thing. The the like for example, let's just say the guy is a four. Another girl who's a four or a three, she she looks at him like he's beneath her. It's like, bitch, you're a fucking four. You're a three, just like me. I'm a three. You're a three. Let's fucking uh, uh, hold hands and 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 fucking and be happy together. But no, this girl who's a three sees another guy who's like, let's just say a four or a three, just like her. She sees him as. He's beneath her because what happens is you'll have a guy who's a seven. Okay, let's just say he's like going through a drought. Um, he's yeah. he's he'll he'll step down and 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 like bang a four, and then now this four thinks she's like an eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, I would never ever ever advocate for just rotting away and just letting your life go to shit. Um, and I understand it can be hard to be motivated to make money. If, you know, if if you're constantly ignored, you're constantly rejected. But, dude, as a man, dude, uh, 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 you know, life's, you know, the whole suck it up buttercup type of thing. Like, I 100% subscribe to that uh, mentality. Suck it up buttercup, stop bitching, uh, things like that. Um, I would never advocate for rotting away. 
However, I do say, you know, dude, get your money up. And if you got to pay for it, pay for it. Do some traveling uh, uh, or, or something like that. Uh, and don't let yourself, uh, you know, get taken advantage of. I would say that uh, another thing is that if you have a job to where you're not interfacing with a lot of people, and that seems to be the common theme of a lot of these guys who have trouble with women is that they have jobs like, you know, software developer, which is a great career and you can make so much money, which people don't understand. Know your worth out there. If you know computers, you can make money doing a lot of things. But that's besides the point is maybe, you know, maybe if you have the money and you're just struggling to communicate with people, go get a job selling something like who gives a fuck what how much money you're making. But I don't know if you've ever had any sales jobs before, um, Jim, but I, uh, I've had sales jobs my whole life up until I started my professional career after college. And I think that honestly has helped me alongside being front of, in front of a camera all the time doing content. It's helped me have more confidence talking to individuals, if that makes sense. I don't know if you, if you can agree with that or you can kind of relate to it, but yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, well, me personally, I've never had a sales job, but, um, I've never been like shy, you know. I I don't. I've 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 always been like a comedian type of thing, like not you know not uh, uh, like comfortable in my own skin. And um, that's another thing that these guys say that many times your personality is based upon the way you look. So, like I, like for example, my whole life I've I, you know I've been involved in baseball and things like that, and. Um, Never had a, a problem uh, getting hookups or getting a girlfriend or something like that. Uh, and that can shape your personality. That can shape your confidence. Um, if you're constantly getting rejected, constantly get rejected, you know, people, let's just say you message a girl on a dating app, which I hate dating apps. I do not advocate to use dating apps. But y- you understand, like, Jesus Christ, I've been on this dating app for six months and I've gotten zero matches. I've gotten zero replies. So th- so that starts to weigh on you, bro. That starts to really fuck with you mentally. Um, and I understand these guys so much. And, and I really I really <laughs> I, don't agree with, with ragging on them. What's up? No, no, I obviously never rag on anybody. But I don't know how, what your what your friend group is like or what your environment is like where you're at. But I know a couple of the guys that I know you know, just in my circle that have always been the athletic, good looking type of guys. And they've always been the guys who are like, you know, the top of the top in terms of the girls always wanted to be with these guys, myself included. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But uh, these guys that I hang around, but a lot of the times what I've recognized is that they also struggle just in other areas. Um, In school, for example, when I would go to school, I had a friend of mine, this is just anecdotal, but maybe some people can relate to this. I had a friend of mine, very good looking friend, tall, but the problem is, is that he always struggled with academics, right? So he never had the smarts, and that was his struggle. You know, he can get all the girls in the world, but when it came to college and getting into university, and uh, I don't, I don't know where he's exactly at in his life now with his career, but he always struggled when he had to, you know, learn math, for example, or he had to do this and that. So I want other people out there, maybe these guys that are kind of going through it in terms of, man, I'm an ugly dude, I'm this and that. You got to look at your life in all areas and maybe maybe you're not the best looking guy. Maybe you're not in the best shape, but maybe you have some other gifts that other people would want. You know, I I can almost guarantee that a lot of these guys out there that rag on themselves have some really good gifts that they that they don't really take. They kind of take for granted that maybe aren't as attractive to women, but maybe they are for employers 
or maybe they are for people that want to hire you for like, you know, maybe you're a good artist or something. I don't know. There's a lot of different things out there, but that's just a point I wanted to kind of get across. I don't know if you've come across that before that maybe some of the better looking dudes out there struggled in other areas of life. You know, maybe they didn't have parents or something and you know they grew up poor or whatever. Yeah. Or, or what happens, what happens is with, um, with, uh, like attractive guys is that they have been able to get by on their looks and uh, many times they don't develop, um, you know, uh, a philosophical side. They don't develop an intellectual side. They don't develop a, you know, a a a, a comed- like everything. It has always been like they've gotten by with their looks. So uh, there's uh, there's areas where they haven't developed. And then the guys 34, 35, you know, slowly, slowly, the, the looks start to fade. And he hasn't developed in other areas because he's always gotten by with being a Chad. Um, so it happens yeah. with rich kids and their parents. You know, that's why I've worked in areas uh, to where I've worked with individuals that have been granted a lot of things in their life or people that have worked for it. And I've talked to other colleagues of mine and, and people in the workplace like, man, like, why doesn't this guy have the same drive as we do? It's like, and I say, I'm like, well, dude, like, I mean, I grew up in, in a very poor part of town. Uh, with with you know lower income type of individuals, you did the same. You didn't have a father growing up. We have that drive. The guy who was born with the silver spoon in his mouth, he might be ahead of us because he had money always in his life, but he actually might end up being behind us later because he doesn't have that same drive. Everything's always been handed to him. So honestly, for the guys out there, you got to look at your life as a whole. Like if you're making good money out there and you're not getting women. I mean, there's other guys out there who are not making any money at all, get all the women in the world, and they wish they were making half of your salary. So yeah. that's one thing is just to look at your life and be like, damn, you know, maybe I'm not getting all the chicks that I yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, and an- and another thing, like like you know, I've I've said guys, I said guys, you know, yes, it's fun. Yes, I like it. I love women. You know, I I have amazing relationships with women. Um, I I advocate for always remaining mysterious. You know, uh, don't let them don't let them get too close because sometimes their their feelings and their emotions could just uh, cause havoc in your life. Um, but but there's no excuse, man. There's there's no excuse um, to just rot away. There there really is. There there's no excuse to rot away. Um, uh, so um, before uh, we hang up, there's one more thing uh, I wanted to cover. Um, it's it's more politics than 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 red pill stuff, but uh, what do you think about um, like the the words like racist, sexist, homophobic, misogynistic, white supremacy, this that? Do you think that these words have been overblown and like damn near anybody who has even a slight uh, uh, disagreement towards? You know, illegal immigration. You know this this uh, uh, abortion, like like uh, this this perpetual abortion. This that, like you just you just get called like you hate women or you hate immigrants or you want to kill. Like let's just say, hey, uh, you got to stay in shape. This that. Oh, you want to kill fat people. This that. Do you think that these terms have been like overused and overblown and like exaggerated to the point where like damn near anybody is that. I mean, of course. I mean, that's like a no-brainer type of question. Obviously, 
uh, you're asking because you want to have a good discussion about it, and I'm open to having the discussion, of course. But yeah, I mean, anyone out there that doesn't have a political bias, and I don't want to say that I'm not politically biased in any way. Obviously, like me and you, we both lean towards a specific side, um, and we might have some biases and and the things that we see. We might not be 100% neutral, but I mean, anyone out there that calls an African-American individual white supremacist, for example, Kanye West or... (laughs) Uh, what's it called? Uh, Officer Tatum. He's another personality online that I can think of that that's probably or Jesse Lee Peterson or Thomas Sowell yeah, or like, it, like it's ridiculous because obviously you know the word is contradictory towards what they are. They're African American. They're black individuals. I mean the same thing goes for me and you. I'm half Peruvian, half Vietnamese, um, and I have a part of my side Peruvian where my grandfather's uh, ancestors or my grandfather's parents, one of them was black. So I have a little bit of everything in my uh in my heritage um and i'm sure that you know across your you're puerto rican right or dominican no no i'm dominican my my father is uh is the same color as will smith but then his father is black as night so my grandfather was <laughs> my black grandpa, as hell my grandpa was is darker than will smith my grandpa is darker than a lot of african-american my, you know so we have the 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 kind of and that's the, the the cool thing about Hispanics is that we're a melting pot of a lot of you know Africans and uh, Native people and whatnot. Um, so we kind of have that. We kind of have the, the card per se to play. And I've never ever imagined using these words, and I can't imagine using these words uh, against people that are 100% African American, or 100% Haitian, or 100% Jamaican. Uh, people that that portray their their ideologies online. The people that say these things come from a place where they believe is a certain way and uh that word white supremacy is just a is a grand word that's been thrown out into the public that's been used so much that you can't even really pinpoint if it's actually real or not you know it's yeah. like there are actually white supremacy in in the world very few i believe but there are people out there that have ideologies obviously the kkk is probably still prevalent in certain states in the united states and we use the word white supremacy when an african-american says that he supports a republican candidate but there's actually people out there that are white supremacists so why don't use the word for those people and not people that just have a different ideology yeah like um um the whole white supremacy thing um i've tried to pinpoint what is it is it that whites want to remain a majority in the United States? If that's the case, if that if that's white supremacy, why is that bad? I'm sure Peruvians want to remain a majority in Peru. Dominicans want to remain a majority in the Dominican Republic. So do Japanese in Japan. So do Ghana, you know, in Ghana. So so it's like, is that white supremacy? Or is white supremacy that white people believe that they're superior to people? Well, that white people do not even, they don't believe that. White people don't believe that they're just superior to everyone. Um, even if even if they believe that, let's just say they believe that. Um, it's not true. Um, obviously, blacks are great um, with with athleticism and and art and music and things like that. The 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 uh, the Chinese and the South Koreans and the Japanese they're great with with mathematics and engineering stuff like that. So uh, um, and then the uh, the the Indians they're also great with engineering. So it's like well that's not true. So then what is white supremacy? It's like oh is white supremacy the fact that you know whites have you know, uh, a large representation in movies and in things like that. Well, it only makes sense if they're the majority of the population that they they they'd be the majority of superheroes. They'd be the majority of uh, people on magazines. So, like, what is white supremacy? 
Um, and then you look at who's a global majority. It ain't whites. Whites are actually a global minority. And if we look at who runs everything, you know, let's not let's not get into that topic. But uh, 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 Kanye West has been been <laughs> talking about who runs everything. So white people aren't even a majority uh, globally and they don't run anything. So it's like, what is this whole white supremacy thing? So all this this a funny thing, too, like countries like Peru, for example, um, who had years and years of slavery in terms of uh, the Incans enslaved by the, the, the Spaniards, for example. And my grandfather and uh, who lived in Cusco, which is a predominantly uh, Incan society was his his ancestors more than likely were enslaved. But something that you don't hear in Peru is you don't hear the talk about the slavery that probably happened much more frequently than um than than uh American history and 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 the talk about Yeah, cuz cuz the thing is the thing is like what are we arguing here? Are we arguing uh mistreatment or are we arguing what are we arguing here? Because if we talk about mistreatment, then Africans enslaved Africans, okay? Uh, white people uh, have killed and, and conquered uh, other white people. This is that. So it's like, what is it? It, it uh, And then the Native Americans, too. The Native Americans were all fighting each other. They weren't, like, unified and singing songs and stuff like that. So it's like, is it only when one group does it to another that it's bad? But when groups do it to each other, it's not bad? Um, so it's like, is it the mistreatment? Is it the action? Because now if we're talking about the action, all right, slavery still going on today in Africa. Um, so is it the action? Is it, is it the mistreatment? Is it the fact that one group is doing it to another? Uh, uh, so we do it to ourselves. It's okay. Like, like what, like what is this whole white supremacy stuff? Um, I'm not sure, but just to hit it real quick, like, and, and it's happened in Vietnam, too. Vietnam, my family comes from the countryside. A lot of those people were known as lesser than the people from the north, uh, probably had enslaved individuals in my family. And, and in Peru and Vietnam, I could just speak for it because I know the cultures and I know the countries. Um, no one complains about these things. People are very proud and patriotic to be a part of their country. The things that and, and, and obviously in those two countries, they get a lot of shit wrong. Like the people do a lot of shit wrong. They, they follow the government like it's, you know, God. And they do a lot of things that are I don't agree with and they should change to more American cultures. But holding on to the past, I don't believe is something that these cultures do very often. They kind of move on from it and they don't allow it to let it perpetuate in their mind. And people can talk about systemic racism and things that were put in place prior to, um, you know, hundreds of years ago, et cetera, to make things harder for individuals. Now, I put it like this. Um, you know, let's just use that example. For example, uh, people have been suppressed in this country that were not white for a long time. Um, and that's why they're impoverished. That's why they have issues, you know, getting careers and having homes and generational wealth. What about people that moved here for the first generation and didn't have generational wealth from their prior country or this country. So you've had generations that lived here for hundreds of years. Yeah. And, and, and um, a lot of, a lot of people don't know, um, you know, they just, they just follow whatever, you know, the, the media is saying, um, the media that Kanye West talks about, um, only about 2% of whites today in America are, um, uh, uh, their ancestors were were uh, slave owners. The majority, about ninety seven to ninety eight percent of whites in America today, 
they came uh, through Ellis Island in the early 1900s. So they weren't even they, like they're not even tied to slavery. They're not even tied to any of that. Um, that that's a whole other discussion that that honestly is kind of disgusting. Sometimes I see uh, people rag on uh, white individuals um, and and like it was their fault. Like it's not their fault, and no one should have to feel guilty for someone else's mistreatment. Obviously, things that happened in this country were horrific. People were treated very poorly. Hispanics were treated very poorly as well. People don't talk about that very often. Discrimination. People were treated horribly in our and and that's us. And that's the funny thing. Hispanics and Asians, we never get the special treatment. Asians get fucked because they uh, they're too smart. They're too smart. (laughs) And the Spanish people don't get. I mean, some some nowadays is Latinx and all this shit. But uh, we have a little bit better now. But Hispanics, they don't get the full benefits of the of the the victim card, and Asians don't get it. They get fucked even harder than the white whites in some in some instances. Yeah. Because they're too and, and the thing is, oh. and the thing is, if we look at skin color, um, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, Cubans, you know, they they're black as hell. And then how come like are police just targeting like skin color, or are they targeting skin color plus nationality? So it's like. Oh, that guy's black. Oh, but wait, he's Dominican. No, leave him alone. That guy's black, but he's American. Let's target him. So, like, you you see, like, uh, dark-skinned Dominicans, dark-skinned Puerto Ricans, dark-skinned Cubans, um, and and even Brazilians are dark-skinned Colombians. I mean, we we're we're, we're a mixture. But I'm talking Bro, about. I went to go see Grupo Nietzsche, uh, a Colombian salsa band, and that that band was, and that's the thing in. In other countries, in like Peru, for example, and that's what I'm saying. Going back to Southern American countries, they they don't discriminate on these things. Like they just we're all the same people. Yeah. We love each other. We're yeah. All so white. so we're so how come how come Peruvians. these how come these people? Let's say a, a, a Brazilian who's dark as night. Um, they come here. They open restaurants. They 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 start trucking companies. They start uh, tow truck companies. They start you know uh, convenience stores. This that they start markets. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, yeah, the whole, the whole white supremacy. And then how about the thing with sexism? Like if you literally say men are stronger than women, it's like you're, you're a sexist and you hate women or, you know, if like one thing that I've been talking about and and going back to, to thought culture, um, and I say, look, you know, thoughting is fun. It is very fun. Don't get me wrong. You're going to get gifts. You're going to get trips. You're going to get the hottest, sexiest guys. You're going to get handbags, this and that. But then there's going to come a point where you're going to age out and you're not going to be able to compete with the younger, hotter women that are coming into the dating market that just turned 18 today. They turned 19. They turned 20, turned 21. You know, you were having all this fun and now you've aged out. Okay. And then if you say... You're, you're, you know, uh, evolutionarily speaking, your eggs, they have a time clock um, where they're no longer that fertile. Um, if you say that you hate women, you hate women, you want to kill women, like, like, but that's, that's reality. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think women, men and women are gifted many different things. And I think that uh, it's pretty obvious. Uh, but you know what? Honestly, when we talk about our men stronger than women, men are clearly on a large scale stronger than women. But there's also women out there that are incredibly strong, that are stronger than a lot of men. There's women out there who do ultra marathons that are running incredibly 
well and they beat men in these crazy races and and there's anomalies and in a lot of different things there's you know there's there's a bunch of different things there's mixed mixed uh there's a, a lot of stuff that's a very gray area but to say that men are stronger than women on average is just it's factually true i mean we could talk about the science like the, like the like it, like it's such a it's such a non-argument the fact that this is even a conversation or like the thing with homophobia like for example if if you know if I went over to your place and I got to come down to Florida as soon as you get that that thing we spoke about um, uh, situated, um, I come over to your house. You and your girl are fucking touching on each other and stuff. Like I, I'd be like, guys, chill, chill the fuck out. Like, like, and you guys are hetero. Like I wouldn't even agree with you guys. Or like, let's just say you know uh, uh, you're 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 sharing stories of like dude i was with this chick last night and she had this great ass i'd be like dude like like uh, like like like, what what the fuck am i 14 years old like yeah exactly like chill the fuck out like oh my god there was this girl i saw her titties oh like so it's like oh hey guys you know uh i understand that's your sexual preference i understand that's your lifestyle uh keep it to yourself and you know no need to go around parading and making your whole personality about that, about your, your, you know, I don't make my whole entire personality to the fact that I, you know, I, I, I mingle with, with, you know, with women, um, consensually and stuff like that. And I do stuff with them. I like, I don't make that my whole personality. Um, but they make that their whole personality. If you say anything, well, you hate them, you want to kill them. You want to, and it's like, no. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say this on that topic. Like I'm cool with whatever, man. Like if you want to do whatever you want to do, you want to be whatever you want to be. That's fine. If you want to have parades, you want to have a month, you want to whatever. That's, that's not, a, I mean, for me, it's whatever people want to do. I'm more of like a libertarian when it comes to people's like personal lives, even when it comes to like, uh, the whole abortion topic, I, I'm a Christian. Obviously I would never partake in, in a practice like that. And I would hope that the person I'm with would never want to do something like that. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to be the person that's fighting the hill on like, oh, this and that. But the problem I have with with that specific topic is like we talked about earlier in the podcast and kind of wrapping up the entire conversation is like I wouldn't want my son to be surrounded by a woman's breasts. And I wouldn't want a lady touching herself in front of my son who's six years old. I think that's strange. I would I would feel as in rage. Yeah, like I, I posted, I posted on Instagram. There was this this dad. I don't know, uh, like the 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 son. He searched up on his iPad, you know, like big boobs or something. And the the kid was looking at like women and thongs and stuff like that. And the the dad said he's so proud. And I'm like, dude, like, no. Why, why the fuck yeah, would you be no, proud? Of your exactly. six year old son is looking at 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 naked chicks. Like, oh, I'm so proud of that. Like, no, hell no. Yeah, exactly. And and honestly, like. When people say, well, they are this and that with with heterosexual. Well, if they're in a household where the father and the mother are in a regular, you know, heterosexual relationship, clearly there's going to be a little bit more of an exposure towards that, um, that type of relationship in their life. But I also don't think that it should be like, you know, it's it's these things shouldn't be up to the school. It shouldn't be up to, you know, government. 
to ensure that kids learn about these things in a certain way. I think that parents should teach their children about sexuality. I think they should teach them about sex. I think they should teach them about pornography. If they're, you know, not, not teach them pornography, but tell them what it is and, you know, the dangers that live out in the world. I don't think that it's the responsibility of a teacher. And, and the problem is, is that a lot of these teachers, one, they don't even have children themselves. And two, they're very young. A lot of these, these teachers that are pushing these ideologies are very young and they haven't lived much life at all. A lot of people say I'm a very smart individual. You know, in my professional work setting, I know how to do a lot of things. But I don't. I, I'd say to, I'm 23 years old. I don't know anything. You know, I'm. I'm. Yeah. You know, thank you for 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 complimenting me on my skills that I know now. But my my knowledge now compared to what I'll know when I'm 50, 60 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always say that. I always say like you you're gonna like don't compare yourself to some to like let's just say. Uh, uh, you're 23. Don't compare yourself to some 35 year old, you know, uh, uh, fat guy who uh, who's like, uh, you know, he's at the supermarket scratching his butt. Like, no, compare yourself right now to your 35 year old self. OK, yeah. you think that your 35 year old self is going to be a thousand miles ahead of your 23 year old self right now? Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. That's why I think that a lot of these teachers that are young and they're pushing ideologies, not even having to do with sexuality it has to do with politics and all this stuff. It's like, Whoa, you know, first off, first off, let the parents parent. If the parents want to teach their kids about X, Y, Z, let them teach them about X, Y, Z. But also you're 25, 26 years old. What do you know compared to their parents or their grandparents who have lived double the life that you've lived? Yeah. Let, let people teach their kids what they want to teach and let school be about school. And I'm going to, I'm going to go on a quick, you know, 30 second thing when it comes to school, I think that a lot of the stuff that's taught in public schools is a complete waste of time. I think that kids should learn very, very practical skills in the school place. Uh, and I think that a lot of the, on top of the ideology pitching, I think that a lot of the bullshit that we learn as young children is not uh, practical and it's not useful for us. That's why countries like China and Asia do so much better than us across the globe, Europe even. Um, and I think that the whole schooling system is a whole podcast for itself because it's a fucking disaster. Yeah. And we should be teaching children things that they should actually be using at a young age because that shit becomes easy. You teach a kid complex topics when they're young. What do you think is going to happen when they're 15, 16 years old? These kids are going to be making money. They're going to be contributing members to society versus you teach kids about random shit. I understand that they're kids and they need time to do things that kids do. But there is a problem with the education system, and that goes all the way back to government and, and et cetera. But that, that was my little rants for the for the podcast. Definitely. All right, dude. So we're, we're running out of time. Um, I love I love to have you on the show again. Uh, this oh, was this was a great this was a great convo, um, dude. I gotta come down. I gotta come down to 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 Florida down there. You're welcome. Whenever I have. We're, we're freezing up here. Yeah, where where uh um what, what's the temperature right now? I don't know. We're like we're like in the uh, well. It's at night mostly, right? We're like transitioning into that winter, uh, but uh, it's like in at night and in the morning. Uh, right now it's, uh, it's around fifty. Um, what time does it get dark over there early, right? Like, oh uh, yeah, like at five, man. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. Uh, uh, thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. Um, tell tell, the, tell everybody where they can find you. You can check me out at Old School Matt on my Instagram. Um, that's where I have my my a lot of my clips, a lot of the things that I post on there it has to do with my life, working out, 
Um, I post a lot of my podcast clips on there. And then if you want to go to uh, Water Buffalo TM on Instagram too, that's where we have a lot of the podcast um, clips as well. And there's links to the podcast there. It's Water Buffalo TM on YouTube. The podcast is on there. Spotify. It's called Buff Talk. Um, check it out. A lot of different and nuanced topics that we discuss, and I go into a lot of detail about things that I do in life and and uh, my guests. Sweet. All right, man. Well, we'll talk again. Um, I'll, I'll hit you up on Instagram. And um, yeah, guys, go make sure to go check out Old School Matt. And uh, and we'll have him on the show again. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, dude. So, guys, that was Old School Matt. Make sure to go check him out. Guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in again. Feel free to donate on PayPal dot me slash gym status or cash app which is money sign gym status love you guys so much and i'm out